0: One of the really cool things, I think, about the advancement of pickleball is to see how deep the sport is getting. And what I mean by how deep the sport is getting is how many really strong players that are now coming in to the game. And sometimes these are people who come from racket sports backgrounds like tennis. Sometimes they come from some other sport. But it is really neat to see whether we're talking about uh, like on a local level or a regional level or even national or even international level, how good the game is getting how many great players are coming into it and today on pickleball problems what we're going to talk about are seven things that the pros or we could say advanced pickleball players but seven things that the pros do better than you Welcome to Pickleball Problems. I'm your host, Mark Rennes. and Today, we are talking about seven things that pro pickleball players, or at least advanced pickleball players, probably do better than you. I mean, I guess if you're an advanced pickleball player or a pro, maybe you already do these things. So I guess this podcast isn't for you. But unless you're one of those pros, you are going to want to stay tuned. So let's get to it right off the bat. What is the number one thing that players do better, the pro players, the advanced players maybe do better than their non-advanced counterparts? Well, that is playing percentages playing the percentages. And one of the things that separates levels of player is their ability to be consistent. After all, that's what pickleball is about, right? Keeping the ball in play once more than your opponents do. And while it is true that we can increase our consistency by developing good technique, it's also true that our consistency will go up if we start to make more smart choices about where we hit the ball. Strong players understand the geometry of the court, and they have a good sense of where their opponents are at any given time. This allows them to make good choices about the kind of shot they send and the direction that they send it. So here's an example of what I mean about playing the percentages. When you watch advanced players in a dinking situation up near the net, right? All four players are up near the net. Players will hit far more of these dinks cross court than down the line. Now, this isn't by accident. This is because when you hit diagonally, you're heading over the lower part of the net, plus you're giving yourself a bigger target to aim for, right? The distance on the cross court is longer than the distance on the down the line. And if you're trying to hit a dink that forces your opponents to hit up, you are going to have more room when you go cross court. So the pros do this, they do this not instinctively, I mean kind of instinctively, but they understand the geometry of the court, and then all things being equal, they will tend to hit more of those dinks, drops as well by the way, cross court, because they've got a lower net and a longer distance to work with, right? This is a higher percentage play, not just for getting the ball in play, but for being successful with it, preventing the attack from the opponents. So that's number one on our list, things pros do better than you do, well, they play the percentages better. Now, let's get to number two. What else do they do really well? Well, they are really good at finishing points. The best players are good at taking advantage of the opportunities that they create to end the point, and they take advantage of it. When they're up at the net and they receive a ball that's net high, or preferably above net high, they're very good at hitting hard and on a downward trajectory. Incidentally, the latter is more important than the former. Hitting that ball down into the dirt is more important than hitting it hard, let's say, at your opponent's chest. The ability to finish these points, it is a critical skill because if you fail to do it, if you don't end the point when you have the chance, especially against a good player, they are going to get back in the play and they're going to have a good chance, at least a reasonable chance of turning the tables on you. So advanced players see the opportunity they have to finish the point and they do something with it. This podcast is brought to you by Pickleball Coaching International. If you teach pickleball or want to get started, PCI now offers pickleball instructor certification. And since level one is 100% online, it's perfect to do when you want and where you want. You don't have to travel anywhere to do it. PCI instructor certification is thorough, practical, and systematic. I should know. I built it. It'll help you to become a better coach. And when you become a member of PCI, you get access to more than 70 high-impact videos, audio, sample lesson plans, insurance, and more. Check out all the details at PCIPickleball.com. Welcome back to Pickleball Problems. I'm your host, Mark Rennes. And today, we are talking about seven things the pros do better than you. I've already talked about a couple. Let's move on to number three, defending with drops. Now, when you watch beginning and novice and even most intermediate players, when they find themselves in big trouble, like let's say they're chasing down a ball out wide, their instinct, the impulse they have typically is to defend with a lob. And why is this? Well, when you lob the ball high over the net, well, first, you're staying away from the net. So the ball's not going to find the net. But second, it's gives you the idea that you're going to have time to get back in the play, right? If you're chasing down that wide ball and you put up a lob, well, you're going to give yourself more time to get back in the court. And that's true. Now, as we go up higher in level, the high intermediates and beyond, they realize the lob's not actually going to save you most of the time, at least against good players, because the opponents are going to get a smash that they get to hit. They want that high ball that they can hit hard. So it might feel initially, and it's true, I guess, against novice and beginning players, the lobs can work to defend. But as you go up in level, those lobs don't work because the opponents just keep the pressure going with an overhead smash. So what else do you do? Well, one of the things the pros do is they tend to defend with a drop. Because when their opponents are up at the net, as long as we keep giving them high balls, they are going to keep attacking. So what do we need? We need to give them a low ball. And a ball that's low and slow, a drop, it's not going to win you the point. But look, when you're defending, you're not trying to win the point anyway. You're just trying to stay alive. And if you can play a good drop that forces the opponents to hit up, all of a sudden they're neutralized. They can't hit the ball so hard, at least on a downward trajectory, and still keep the ball in play. So this is something that really separates levels of player. The pros, the advanced players, they are good at defending with drops, forcing that upward hit, resetting the point, and then trying to get things back on even terms. All right, next up, things that pros do well that we don't. Well, making a plan, but then sticking to that plan. So playing competitive pickleball is like constantly trying to solve different problems. The problems are your opponents, and how you solve the problem of one opponent... Maybe different from how you solve the problem of another opponent. And so that's why it's so important to make a plan with your partner. Hey, what are we going to do against these guys? We're going to blast it at them, try to challenge them with speed, or are we going to try to play the slow game? Are we going to hit to person A or to person B? Or are we going to try to mix it up? Is there a certain pattern that we want to use, right? Pros make these plans and then they stick to it. Of course, sometimes they change the plan. If the plan's not working, then okay, we've got to reset and think of a new plan. But generally speaking, when they step on the court, they have a plan, they know what they're gonna try to do, they try to do it, they try to execute it, and then they sort of reassess as they're going. Hey there, it's Mark. Pickleball Problems is brought to you by Selkirk TV. Selkirk TV gives you a front row seat to live pickleball matches, past championships, on-demand skills training, including my pretty great show called Pickleball Today, as well as behind the scenes insights and so much more. Available in the App Store and on Google Play, Selkirk TV is the perfect app For any pickleball fan download the app today for free and get started watching pickleball's very best online content selkirk tv welcome back to pickleball problems today we're talking about things the pros do that we don't next up is solid decision making now we can think of pickleball as what's called an open skilled sport and that's because there are constantly decisions that need to be made Every single time you receive a ball, the height, the speed, the spin, the distance, the direction, it is different from the ball before, and we need to adapt to that. Now, less skilled players aren't so good at adapting to that. They're not also so good at making great decisions. This then leads to attempting low-percentage shots, or maybe we move to the wrong place on the court, or we go for the wrong shot at the wrong time. But the advanced players, they've got superior decision-making skills when it comes to where they're moving, where they're hitting and the type of shot they're going to send. So decision-making is really kind of a, a factor that separates levels of player. The less skilled players, not so good at the decision-making, not so deliberate, not so systematic. The more advanced players, they understand certain patterns of play. They see when they're in one situation or another, and typically they make good decisions. And when they don't make a good decision, they realize they didn't make a good decision. Next up on our list of things the pros do better than us, number six, efficient movement. Look, the limiting factor for most pickleball players is how well they can move. You might have the nicest swing in the world, but if you cannot get to the ball, if you cannot set up well for it, you can't use your beautiful swing. So a good athletic look and the ability to recognize where they need to get to. This is a hallmark of advanced players. And not only they're quick when they're moving around the court but they're really efficient with their movement. This means moving as much as they need to without overdoing it. Less skilled players we find will often find themselves reaching for the ball because they haven't moved enough, or kind of overrunning the ball, getting too close to it, taking too many steps more than is necessary to chase it down. That's what I mean by efficient movement. The pros move as much as they need to to get the job done, but no more than that. So there's a reason as we look at pro pickleball that the average age is getting younger and younger and younger. Not because their technical skills are that much better, but really often the limiting factor is the movement. And it's more likely that those 20-year-olds are going to be better movers on the court than those 30, 40, or 50-year-olds. Finally, number seven things that the pros do better than we do is they expect the attack. Look, pickleball is speeding up. And this is evident anytime you watch strong players play. It is not getting slower. But here's the thing. If you ever expect your opponents to hit a slow ball, you are asking for trouble. Because if you were wrong, if you expect the slow ball and instead it comes fast, by the time you realize what's happened, it's probably too late. So much better to do what the pros do. Assume every single ball is going to be fast. I remember years ago, I was talking to Simone on our podcast or somewhere else. And she's like, yeah, big difference now. No ball is unattackable. So if no ball is unattackable, then you should assume every ball will be attacked. And that way, if it is, if it is hit with speed, maybe you can do something about it. You're ready for it. And if you're wrong, you expected a fastball, but it was slow. Well, that's no big deal. You don't have even more time than you thought. That's a pretty nice surprise to have. So let's do a quick little recap here. Seven things the pros do better than you. Number one, they play the percentages. They make smart choices about where they're going to hit because they understand the geometry of the court. Number two, they are good at finishing points. Give them a high ball. Time to say goodnight. They are going to take advantage of it. Number three, defending with drops. When they're in trouble, they don't typically put up a lob. They don't typically play a drive. They realize if they are going to get out of trouble, they are going to need a drop to do it. Number four, making a plan and sticking to it. Walk on the court. Know what your plan is. Stick with that plan. Reassess if you need to. Usually involve your partner in that conversation. Number six, solid decision making. What kind of ball are you going to hit? Where are you going to hit it? When are you going to hit it? Pros are very good at making these decisions. They understand patterns of play and they use those patterns of the play to make good decisions. Number six, efficient movement. Getting around the court. Taking as many steps as you need to as quickly as you need to but no more than that. Be efficient with that movement so you can set up well. And finally, number seven, expect the attack. No ball, says Simone. No ball is unattackable, so expect the ball to come fast. Then when it does, maybe you can do something about it. And if it's a slow ball, well, that's good for you. Even better than you expected. All right, this music tells us that it's time to say goodbye. That's it for this week on Pickleball Problems. I'd love to know what you think about the show. Send me a voice memo send me a voice memo. Tell me about what you think about the show. Mark at It's a good way. To just open the voice memo app on your phone. And if you have a pickleball problem you would like me to try to solve for you, you can use your voice memo for that as well. Of course, Pickleball Problems is brought to you by Pickleball Coaching International. If you are a pickleball instructor or want to get started in it, check out PCIPickleball.com. We think we've got some pretty great resources and I designed it. So if you like the kind of approach we use here at Pickleball Problems, Uh, or my work at third shot sports sort of quick to the point systematic something we can really like argue for you know explain why this instead of that if you like that kind of approach to learning and teaching i think you're really going to like what we offer at pickleball coaching international and what's cool about it is that our instructor certification 100 online so you don't have to wait for me to come to your town or you don't have to travel it's very convenient it's affordable pcipickleball.com and until next time i'm mark renison thanks for listening